Yo, yo, this is Cress Omar with another Quality Tech Talk. Today, we're talking about mobile payments, yes. apps, services, all that good ching-ching. <laughs> yeah, definitely um, something that's coming up in the world. Um, back to the, what, the Google Wallet days, right? Yeah, Google Wallet days. I remember that, what was that, 2008? 2000, 2008, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I remember a couple Nexus phones, they had introduced it. And, uh, you know, they've been kind of going that way ever since. But, you know, when, ever since kind of like Apple and, uh, you know, all these other companies kind of started getting into that space, kind of got us to thinking, you know, you know, what's the impact of this technology? Is it something that's going to be the future of how we pay? Is this just the uh, a, a hidden future of like like he mentioned how we pay but what is what is nfc or the systems actually going to be used for will they be you know maybe to open hotel doors or car doors or your house right is this is just paying with your phone at like walgreens or something just the beginning or is is it just that or will it, is it going to move on forward so we're going to talk about all that today um first thing is you know, why do we? Why the, Why is this a thing, right? Why, why is it a technology that everybody seems to be doing? Every mobile phone company um, seems to have their own version of it. Even Fitbit has their own pay yeah, pay client. Like Fitbit, Fitbit Pay. Yeah, Fitbit Pay. <laughs> do you even know anybody that uses it? I cannot think of one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's, let's let's think about this. You know, what's the advantage of having a mobile payment system? I think it's uh, you know a lot of people are. It will get to this towards the end, but a lot of people are worried about security, mm-hmm. and so I think the, the, the these tech companies know that we use, our phone is in our hand every day, all day. So they feel like, how can we make something more secure, but then also keep it in their hands versus going to have to multiple cards and multiple ways of having to you know get hacked you know what i mean yeah and it's it's a real problem too with the whole uh you know credit card fraud is a very real problem in in the u.s and globally as well you know where people are skimming atms and skimming uh credit card readers at gas stations to get your information so it's a real problem so a lot of these companies said well let's solve the problem with our solution and right now that solution is First started, I think, with um, the tappable credit card. You remember those? Yeah. The Master, yep, MasterCard yep. tappable thing. Um, I never used that. No, I never had one of those either. Yeah. Um, you, have you seen a lot of people actually do that? I've seen it I've maybe seen a couple some. times. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Best Buy. Back in the day, I saw yeah. it. Uh, then you remember, remember the mobile had the speed pass? Remember that thing? It was like yeah, a little, with the little, like, uh, little beacon type thing, right? <laughs> yeah, now with, the, now with mobile, I don't, know if you, how you, I don't know how you pay for gas, mm-hmm. but... Um, with mobile, you log into the app and you can actually say, I want to use Apple Pay or Google yeah, Pay yeah. or Samsung Pay. Um, so that's the new speed pass. Exactly. You know, you log exactly. in, you get your points and all that through there. So you get the convenience, right, of not having to swipe your card and, you know, saving yourself from the um, the issues of uh, potential fraud that way. And, you know, all this stuff is encrypted, you know, um, it's biometrically secured you know, on uh, Apple phones, on the new Apple phones. You do, you have to authenticate it with Face ID before you Pay with your face. Uh, on Android phones, they use Google Pay. It's going to require a fingerprint sensor. Samsung Pay requires some sort of face biometric unlock or fingerprint unlock, you know. And also, if you notice, if you have a face unlock like OnePlus does, it's not secure. It right. won't allow you to use that. 
So it's very, it's a lot more secure than just whipping your car without entering a pin. You know, right. that could be manipulated, of course. Yep, 100%. Somebody stole you. I, I used to always kind of, kind of talk about it when I was selling. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I would tell customers, you know, in order for them to use, if, they, if you lost your phone, in order for them to actually use your credit card on there, they would have to take your face too, or your right, finger. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so versus somebody stole your credit card, credit or debit card, guess what? They, gonna, they can go to the store, mm -hmm. use it, and if it seems weird, and that's the, and that's the, the quote-unquote seems weird to mm -hmm. the bank, then they'll flag it. But right. if not, guess what? You might be out of some dough versus using your face or your fingerprint to pay for something. Yeah, and, you know, outside the security thing, you also have the convenience factor, right? You know, you got this one app that's going to handle your debit card, your multiple credit cards, uh, however many you have. And you're going to also have your loyalty cards on there. Actually, just the other day, so um, I was at Walgreens and um, I went to go pay with Apple Pay. Yeah. And they had asked me if I had their uh, rewards card, which I do. I just don't have the physical card, so I enter my phone number at the transaction, and I, uh, you know, I just go to pay with Apple Pay. And what it did after the transaction was pretty sweet. It actually added my balance rewards from Walgreens onto Apple Pay automatically, which yep. is a really nice feature. So to be able to actually have all that, because if you really think about it, think about how we used to carry a wallet, right? Yep. Or, or, be or better yet, remember all those little cards you used to put on your keychain? Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you would have, like just me personally, I'm saying, like I had my Best Buy Rewards card, I had uh, my AMC Stubbs card, yep. I had Walgreens, Rite Aid, yep. Kroger, and what you just listed, what five to ten cards? Yeah, I mean, and then you had, remember when video stores were still thing, you had one of those, yep, and yep. you had like your gas station card, whether you, you like I'm a speedy rewards. You know what? Card. I still have my gas station card, uh, just like for Shell, just because Shell's app is not not that good, not that great like mobiles is. So right, right. I still, you know, use the card to slide it in. Which I'm gonna dig a little deeper today because you know, since we're talking about, it, I'm gonna see if there's a way to get this Shell app to be if there's an update or something i haven't been in there in, in a couple of weeks so yeah so what this does is just says hey you, you'll download all these companies apps or if you have the card itself just scan it itself and you know now you have all your loyalty cards uh, good to go right the the thing that i can't wait for is um the future of what this nfc with the future of nfc uh, after Apple Pay or Google Pay or just mobile payments, I want to I want to be able to you know check into a hotel and use mm -hmm. my phone. I want to be able to cars. Uh, that might be a long shot for a little while, um, just because it, it may it probably start with like high end cars probably right, right, right. before it gets like to a the Tesla or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so um, yeah, I just can't wait for the so future of it. The future of NFC reminds me a lot of Bluetooth, and yeah. what I mean by that is like when Bluetooth first came out. It was, um, you know, it's primarily headsets, right? right? But also for, you know, it did a lot of file transfers, something a lot of people don't know about. Um, oh, but, yeah, the, the beam. You can yeah, tap, tap yeah, your phone against right. the... <laughs> yeah, but now it's just like Bluetooth is actually a very powerful technology. Yeah. And that's kind of what NFC reminds me of, is that, yes, it'll be used, like, you, can, like, you have Android Beam, which is, you know, NFC back-to-back -back on the phones to right. share a file or something. Right. And like you said... If you, like, you go to, like, you know, um, some hotel and instead of giving you an actual card, they're like, oh, do you have this payment system? 
and they'll be like, oh yeah, cool. You can here scan this, add it to your thing, and just use your NFC chip on your you know Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, whatever. And now you've unlocked your hotel, so Man, you don't have to worry about so losing the key. You don't have to worry about losing the key, which is nice. I don't want to go in the pool with with my key and get right. it wet, and then I gotta get it demagnet, you know, all that. Yeah, and yeah. then even the just the environmental aspects of it, you know, not having to produce all these plastic cups. There we you go. Know. Ooh, environmental acts. Yeah, you hear that? Yeah, you payment systems. Wait, wait. So, so, so we got that kind of, you know, figured out. So you really want to talk about, you know, who are the, the main players yeah, in yeah. this, right? So we talked about the main three cell phone side of things, you know, which is Apple Pay, Google Pay, and Samsung Pay. Yep. And now Google Pay seems to be more prevalent on every Android phone that isn't made by Samsung. Right. So it'll be preloaded on every Android One phone. It'll be on uh, Pixel, LG, LG. Pixel. You know, uh, HTC if they're doing any, yeah, uh, Motorola, yeah, Motorola well. for sure. But then you have um, the company Square, who is famous for the little Square reader that you plugged into the headphone jack on the little iPad. So if you ever go, if you ever been to a concert, you've probably <laughs> interacted with a Square reader before if you bought anything from the merch table. Um, Visa Checkout, which is available on many, or, or just systems. to go back to ca- just to go back to Square, yeah. you have Cash App, which a right. lot of people are. Because with this cash app, you can actually use the app to put your card into like Apple mm-hmm. Pay or Samsung Pay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's kind of created another thing. So, which I'll get to in a second. So you also have like so Visa Checkout, Mastercard has MasterPass, and then obviously PayPal's been around forever. Right now, like you mentioned, Square has the Cash App, and PayPal owns Venmo. So why is that important? So in addition to paying, what we've seen these services do now is money transferring. Yep. For example, I have a roommate. You know how we pay each other for bills? Venmo. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, it avoids having to go to an ATM, having to carry cash on you. So you say, hey, this bill's due. Okay, cool. Here's the Venmo for my portion. You know, yeah. And it's not just those two. So Cash App, is, and the way they're branded is interesting. Yeah. You, you, unless you looked at who developed the app for Cash App and Venmo, you wouldn't know that they're owned by PayPal and Square. Right, right, right. So... Because you, know, you got Apple Pay Cash. Yeah. So you, you got, got Cash App, app and then... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you Apple Pay Cash, which is, you know, how iPhone users can send each other money. Um, you have dope. Google Pay has a similar functionality. Cool thing about Google Pay, though, it is cross-platform. It's also on iOS, yeah, which is Yeah, that nice. is actually pretty dope, too. Yep, I've seen... Um, when I used to work at Best Buy, a lot of people used to pay with Google Pay with their iPhones, surprisingly, for lunch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, when they, you know, group group lunch and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Which was surprising to me. That's when I really was like, okay, maybe I'll give Google Pay another try, even though I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, it's become a very popular thing for money transfer. Even, like, Venmo even has their own card now. Do a lot of people use Venmo? I don't, I don't know anybody I, that uses I know Venmo. a lot of people. I know you now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you used it. Yeah, I know a lot of people they use it. Uh, people at really? work if we're splitting lunch or something, we'll because it's we'll usually do it that way. it's usually like you said the top three and then Cash App. Like I think everybody got Cash App. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like, but that's kind of I feel like the big issue too, right? Where it's so many of them. Yeah, you know, so it's you'll find a situation where somebody could legitimately have four payment services on their one. Phone. Damn, you ain't lying. Apple Pay. And then if you, you know, like us, we we go back and forth. Mm -hmm. So we we for sure got Google Pay on our iPhones. Mm -hmm. I got Cash App. Mm -hmm. You said you got Venmo. Mm -hmm. And you probably, you got to know for sure you got Cash App. I got both, yeah. So you got Apple Pay. You probably, you use Apple Pay Cash. So that's two. That's two different ones in one. Mm -hmm. Google Pay. Mm -hmm. That's three. 
Cash App, that's four. And then for you, you, you you're using five different yeah. systems. Which is kind of crazy because you're just kind of like, okay, cool. All right, I'm going to get lunch today. All right, let me get you your money. How do, what app do you use? You know, <laughs> and then you just have multiple of these apps, which <laughs> requires a lot of trust on the consumer's end, if you really think about it. Because you got to trust all these companies. That's really How much true. you trust Apple? How much you trust Google? How much you trust Square? And how much you trust PayPal? We're trusting. We're trusting banks a lot less. That's why they're coming out with a lot of mobile banks, yeah. a lot of mobile uh, mobile options. For yeah, banks. because people don't. The trust for banks now, I feel like, is at an all time low. Woo! And that guy, you can't Fees blame. Fees and everything. Yeah, you man. can't blame people. You know, that's why a lot of people switch to credit unions. Yeah. One, you know, and uh, while they're open to this stuff, because. You know, while they'll, because there haven't really been breaches on this stuff that I know of yet. No, because you gotta, you know, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna get to this, but you have the, you know, for instance, you use Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. Your actual credit card is an actual randomized token. It's yeah, a randomized yeah, number, yeah. so it's a lot more secure. Yeah, yeah. so it's harder. It's, it is harder to hack. And in this sense, I feel it's a step in the right direction. Sometimes tech will come out, and you're like, well, why are we doing this? Like on the phone side, I feel that's how I feel about foldable phones, right? Well, why, why are we doing this, right? <laughs> And it's, it's almost like, you know, innovate just to innovate, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but with this, actually, I feel like this is actually solving a problem, you know, because with between losing cards and because, so take that as an example, right? You lose your card, yeah. okay? For a you second. Got, yeah, for, you got to call the bank yeah, and right, do right, all right, this. Right. And who knows how quickly somebody started ran away and started using your money. This whole process. Well, say, let's say you have an iPhone yeah. and you use Apple Pay, yeah. right? How are they getting in? They, they got they, they got to they got to unlock a face ID. Right. They got to know your passcode. So on the that's true. So on the other side of things, I'm I'm thinking like, okay, let's say, let's say I lose my car, right? Yeah, yeah. If I'm like, damn, I gotta get gas today. I gotta eat today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can actually take a risk and say, I'm not gonna report my card lost or stolen until later, and still use Apple Pay. Or Google Pay or Samsung Pay because you don't have to necessarily the card the card being the physical card has nothing to do with these mobile payments. You know what I'm saying? So, like for a day, I could be like, eh, I'm gonna take a risk, get my lunch, get my gas. Maybe in the afternoon or early evening, I'll call and say my my card is lost now. Right. Exactly. exactly. Versus if you only use your card. Mm-hmm. You lost all your money. Now you got to make a trip. Or not all your money. You lost options to use your money. Now you got to take a trip to the bank and say, hey, I lost my card. Can I pull some money out? Now you're using cash. You've reversed your everyday versus being able to take a step ahead until I feel like calling. And this kind of, to me, is the reason why Apple saw the opportunity to create the Apple card. (laughs) You know, and and that kind of it's because they look at look. This is a broken system. Yeah, I look at like Apple doing the Apple Card, like Uber getting into the taxi business. Ah, you know, you see right. a broken a system, one. right? And you want to improve it, and that's what I think they're trying to do. You know, because what's the problem with all these credit cards, right? It's like the interest rates are stupid high. There's hidden fees, you know, variable APR, you know, all this stuff that kind of. You know, just makes it, it makes you hate credit card companies, yeah. and it seems like Apple's trying to kind of fix that. And I, if they're successful, we'll see, right? right. Um, I, when does Apple Card come out later this summer? Uh, yeah, it said this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I do hope is that the other ones uh, follow. I hope that 
Because you want to know who the first was with the card. Google was the first with yeah, the card. Yeah, they had a Google card. wallet. They had the Google wallet card, yeah. Um, and so I just hope that uh, either, it could be either one, Google or Samsung. So I here's a prediction. I hope they come back with an option. So iOS next week. Google I.O., right? Oh, I forgot about that. Of course they might come back with something. (laughs) So they might announce something. Also, Venmo has a card already. Really? Now, Venmo makes allows you to get a card for your Venmo balance only. Oh, okay. So say people send you money on Venmo, instead of transferring it to your bank, which is what I always do, you could actually just have a Venmo card and and pay for stuff with the Venmo card, like a regular credit card. So like the Cash App card. Right, right, exactly. So both of these companies have those systems in place. Maybe down the road, they turn that into a credit card. Now, PayPal already does a credit card with PayPal Credit. So ah, you could see them right. parlay so that. They could parlay that into Venmo. Yeah. Uh, Square doesn't have anything like that. Square's more of a terminal, right? Right. Um, so they're not really a credit provider. They're more of a credit acceptor. And then that's why they came up with the cash app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I could see that. Obviously, Visa and MasterCard have their credit yeah, cards. They've yeah. been doing that forever. Right. You know, um, American Express, whatever, you know. Um, but this brings us to like, what's the long-term vision? Like, what are they trying to get to, right? Because it never stops with one thing. Like, I feel like Netflix came out with the DVD rental service. That was never the end game, right? Right. right. The, the what re- we thought we was like, oh, this is cool. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't even think about the future of it. Yeah, the future that they saw was, hey, we are going to create a streaming service with our own digital content, and we're going to be an online-based only HBO competitor. That's their their end goal, right? right? So obviously having Apple Pay isn't is I feel like Apple's end goal, for example, right. is to create and make themselves a, a another revenue stream of monetization through the card. Yeah. And Apple Pay is the gateway, right? It gets people okay with it. But beyond that, so it's coming to a point now where your phone is gonna be your actual wallet, which I would not mind. I, you know, I carry a small, I, I carry a small wallet. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a card wallet, so I don't even carry cash. I've gotten away from that. I actually hate carrying cash because it, it adds bulk, and then it turns into coins, and then the coins fall out your pocket, mm. and then it's just extra. So, yeah, I use a card wallet. So if they actually gave me an option to say, and I've tried it, I've actually forgot my wallet. And actually said, could I go a day without my wallet? Yeah. Now, granted, I didn't have my license, so, you know, good thing I didn't get pulled over. But uh, being able to pay for my lunch, pay for gas, or pay for anything that I needed to do that day, mm-hmm. it was done. So, yeah, IDs need to come. Mm-hmm. Not just school IDs, like Apple said, but, like, driver's yeah. license. Think about this. That. You get your driver's license. Your insurance company has an app. Like insurance. insurance, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you just or get it. You could add that to wallet, right? So now you already got your loyalty cards in there. You already got your um, your um, what was what's one? Uh, your regular debit cards and credit cards in there, right? So you have all the stuff you would carry in your wallet. What's left? <laughs> right. And yeah. Now the real question becomes eventually. We'll get this in a second. Is adoption? You yeah. know, making sure places actually accept them. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, you got a lot of old heads that don't believe in that. Shoot, you got old heads still believe in just carrying cash. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to you gotta try and get them to let go of the cash. Right, right. And then you got to try and get them to want to do online or mobile payments. And then, you know what I mean? So many people are scared of security and they're scared of, you know, they got the Google's listening and Apple's, you know, they say they're secure, but, you know, so. Yeah, so... I mean, and this stuff is already happening, right? Some states already have um, 
drivers, digital driver's licenses. Who has that, really? I heard Oregon has it. Damn. Yeah. And um, that's fire. I, to me, that's sweet. You know, you just hand your the police officer your phone. What are they, um, they going to do? Get out the car with scanners now? Or are they going to take my phone? <laughs> that's that's the, that's the a real question, right? They're going to get out with scanners like, Bleep. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you license of registration, okay, cool, and insurance, and, you know, they scan that, scan that, scan Cause that. Because at the end of the day, I'm, you know, not, even though I just joked, they wouldn't really, they shouldn't be responsible for, like, like we were talking earlier, phones are $1,000. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't really have to give them my phone for them to take back to the car or whatever the hell. So, yeah, I think they should get Yeah, you know, yeah they get a scanner, then you scan, 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 everything pulls up on the computer, and there you go. And I feel like that's a good way for it to go into the future um and you know we people always say oh you know my phone is my life and they say that jokingly but but real and realistically I feel everybody like these that loses their phone is like ah! right <laughs> they freak out right <laughs> <laughs> and the, i feel like these companies want want you to uh uh want you to use these mobile payment services you know, they want you to, to do this so that, you know, you could have that. And I think it's a little more secure in the aspect of it's a, if it's a good biometric reader. I think, I think the problem is, you know, you know we're talking about the adoption problem. The problem is they're not, they're not advertising it. They're not talking about it enough. I will give Apple credit. They do advertise Apple Pay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think I just think that you know even you know like with Apple they have classes right mm-hmm. they have these little you know daily classes for certain things right, like right. shoot throw in there an Apple Pay class mm-hmm. you know show people how to actually use it and I used to work at Apple and they have the thing on the back of the the, the little iPhone little terminal thing mm-hmm. and we were supposed to bring it up to customers they say what is that you would show them oh, wow. but even still like I'm showing you how to pay but am I actually showing you how to set it up am mm-hmm. I talking about how secure it is why it's secure am I talking about what else you can do with it you know what I'm saying yeah they're just talking about you can pay with your phone great but can you give me a little bit more I will be honest so with Apple Pay so I've had my iPhone now for a couple months right and you know I switch back and forth and all that but Apple Pay is maybe like using the iPhone. <laughs> and it sounds ridiculous because, you know, what does Apple Pay that Google Pay doesn't do? So on my, with my credit union, when I set it up with Google Pay, I had to call the credit union to authenticate the card. So think about if you're somebody like me who switches their phones a lot. How many times do you have to authenticate the oh, card? Oh, I know because I was switching a lot, you know, yeah. with the Pixel to the yeah, iPhone. Yeah. So I know. Now, the beauty <laughs> of Apple Pay is it, I don't have to call my bank. Right. It adds into the uh, wallet right away. And using it's very easy. You know, they'll double tap and, you know, it works every time. Google Pay, you know, I feel like the implementation isn't quite as good. And the problem, of course, there on Android phones is when you double tap the power button, you get the camera app. You know, that's how right. Android, you know, handles that. You know, so for me, I kind of think, well, what do I want? Do I want quicker access to the camera or do I want quicker <laughs> access to my payment app? And I, I kind of, like, am leaning towards the payment app side, you know? Because, I mean, cameras, I mean, you know, we were just talking about this earlier. I mean, cameras are really, really freaking important. But at the end of the day, like, how many photos am I really taking per day versus how much how am many I times buying? Am I buying stuff? Like, right. you know, the vending machine at work, you know, mm-hmm. water, juice, pop, whatever. I think I probably use a vending machine or lunch or something more than I use the camera. But... Then it just comes down to what you really want. I mean, like, the camera might be more important than that. So it's just, it's weird. But back to the um, adoption rates, right? 
So I think the main one, like I remember you had mentioned that Walmart doesn't accept any. Type they of are payment. stupid for that, man. And Target um, came in the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, man. I mean, your most of your big retailers do accept them. Um, a couple of restaurants, like like I like I was mentioning to you, Qdoba is one of those restaurants that Since doesn't. We talked about Qdoba. Noodles doesn't either. They take the car too. Huh. I think so. I think they take the car too. They so take it from you. That brings a big issue. Like restaurants, I feel like are the, are the big outlier. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, Apple talked about them in their Apple Card keynote, right? Yeah. yeah or when they're presenting Apple Card. Uh, I said if they don't accept this, guess you, what? You have the physical. Yeah. So it makes you wonder. It's just like when is it going to get now? A lot of your mainstream restaurants are like uh, Chili's, Applebee's. They have yeah. a little, oh, they got it right there on the table. The payment kiosk, oh, so and, and they just go like that. Yeah. Um, also, I was in. Uh, Canada recently. I was in Windsor for a friend's bachelor party. So I don't know if you've been to Canada recently, but where six guy lives, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was when they, I was at I was at bars, like breweries or whatever, and they could go pay you. So they give you this individual card reader thing, hmm. and all of these actually had uh, Apple Pay, Google Pay support, hmm. um, and so. In addition to the regular card support. So I wonder if it goes to that eventually. But that's in the U.S. is definitely a big issue because we uh, we don't have the right, the, the implementation of regular restaurants, especially like smaller end restaurants, like local places where uh, they'll have a terminal for you to pay for that. Obviously, that stuff costs money, yeah. you know, and that's really what's holding back people from going all in, I think. You know, somebody like me is very open to the idea of your phone being your wallet, yep. right? 100%. And, um, you know, but when I go out to eat, I need an actual physical card. When I, you know, when I'm going to a small mom and pop place, I need a physical card, you know? So I think that once those get on board, more people get on board. But then also there's people who are just paranoid, right? You know, they don't... They don't like the idea of paying for things with your with your phone. Yeah, yeah. you know they think that Google or Apple are just going to steal your information <laughs> and get you hacked. When the irony of that is, that in theory, they're supposed to be more secure. Right, right, right. Um, which one do I love? Which one do you love? Or which one? You know, I mean, to be real, with you. As much as I love Apple and as much as I I'm, I love Android too, or Google for uh, to be exact, I do love how secure and simple Apple's payment is. Mm -hmm. I do love uh, the fact that I can pay you in a message. Mm -hmm. You could do that with it with uh, Google Pay as well, mm -hmm. but um, Apple just makes it look sweet. Right, you right. know they they just it's just there and. We are in the United States of America where most people have an iPhone in the U.S. I was, uh, not to break off of the which do you love and use, but when I was at work, um, a customer told me that if you have an iPhone, I think he was from Bangladesh. He said, if right. you bring an iPhone over there, you're looked at as superior, mm -hmm. like you, like you. You're so expensive. Well, yeah, I mean, that just, that's more of a speaking on the Southeast Asian phone market because yeah. I was actually watching uh, my YouTube video the other day about the Indian phone market. And so how everything's like super cheap and the way they get that is by having, you know, uh, facilities to build phones there because the, the market there is so competitive. Right. So you got, if you think about it, take an iPhone XS for an example, $1,000, yeah. right? Let's just 
take taxes and tariffs out of it. Let's just assume it's a thousand dollars everywhere, okay? Right. You go to China, India, Bangladesh, um, any country in Southeast Asia, and you go into a phone store and buy a phone. So you got the iPhone there. It's a reason why Samsung doesn't move so well over there, right? Because right. it's so expensive. And then you got like, oh, okay, well, let me get this Android One Nokia phone for $200. Right. Okay, let me see this Xiaomi phone for $200, this Huawei phone for three or $400. You know, and it just becomes a thing. They look at like, why would I spend this money for an iPhone? Right. Because most of the stuff there is outright, too. You yeah. know, as At least when I lived overseas is how it was. And so it becomes a weird thing where you start questioning how important is iMessage really? Whereas here, it's kind of like, it's a little weighted because if you think about it, like, all right, iPhone's $1,000. The best phone from Samsung is around that price anyway, eight nine $900. Right. Pixel 3 starts at about $800, Ooh. you know? Well, when it first came out anyway. Right. Um, all right, what else you got? LG G8, that's about $800. Right, <laughs> you right, know? Right. So, um, obviously, your, your next close comparison is obviously OnePlus. You know, even that's around $600. Right. You know, so it just becomes a thing where it's not that big of a gap. Now, while we do offer mid-range phones in the U.S., you know, most people are going to their carriers and, you know, getting into the higher-end stuff. Right. Uh, for me personally, like I mentioned earlier, Apple Pay is just, it just works for me. You know, and I hate saying that because I know that's <laughs> Apple's, like... That's that's the slogan. It just works, right? <laughs> but you know, like you use the vending machine example. Like I was, I grabbed lunch the other day. Forgot to get a drink from the restaurant, so I needed to grab something from the vending machine. You know, instead of having to dig in my my thing for the for my card or see if I had any cash, you know, this thing has mobile payment terminal on it. So I just double tapped the power button on my iPhone, did the Face ID, put it on there, read instantly, you know, and. It just worked really well. And it's made me... So, you know, Chris and I have been talking about you know, some upcoming phone launches, which we'll be covering in the next couple of weeks. Um, Pixel 3a, OnePlus 7. And if, uh, you know, I want to get that. And what I'm starting to find is uh, that I enjoy my iPhone more now because of, like, a couple Apple things, like Apple Pay and iMessage, which... You know, I never so crazy thought, to say. When you never say thought, never thought it would be me. You know, I never thought that I would like be tied. To I that. was man, I was cool with the green bubbles, man. Right, right. <laughs> and you know, it's it's fine. You know, like, but you know, Apple Pay has just seemed to kind of make me a little more locked into the iPhone. Uh, I also love using Venmo, uh, like uh, Chris was talking about. You know, integration with iMessage on on Apple phones. Uh, Venmo and Cash App actually also have integrations. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Which that's the other thing. I mean, cool. I think I think I don't think the Pixel, you know, since that that's one of our favorites. I don't think the Pixel phone. Has, I don't think any Android phone has that integration within the app. What do you think? Um, I don't. I don't remember. Allo, when it was still a thing, it looked like it was moving towards that. Oh, but now okay. that they discontinued that, honestly, Google's messaging strategy. I've mentioned it before, but it's just such <laughs> a mess. Like, just real quick. So, if you really think about it. You know, Google's messaging strategy, they had at one point in time, all at the same time, they had Hangouts out, they had Android messages or just messages or whatever they were calling that. They had Allo out for just internet chat. They had Duo out just for video. You know, so you had four apps concurrent. And before that, you had Google Talk. And, oh, man. But if you notice, 
they're really starting to trim it a little bit. Yep. So they're these are tests. They got rid of aloe. They kept duo. Um, they're making hangouts more uh, enterprise yep. only for G Suite users. They're they've already done that with Google Plus. They've right. shut it down. Right. Um, you know, and now now so they're kind of like leaning down on the on the thing. I remember when they killed Google Reader and everybody hated that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but their messaging strategy is a mess. Like Android messages is while good, it's not on the level of what Hangouts could have been. It's not even close to touching iMessage. Uh, here's the thing, like the way iMessage, so they talk about RCS and all this stuff and some some uh, some um, like I was messaging somebody with uh, Sprint. Yeah. They got RCS. Um, they actually have it. So yeah, that now that was pretty cool to see. Um, so, so so you got RCS, right? But the way it's integrated isn't as seamless as it is on iPhone. And I wish it would get there. And you know the integrations just aren't there. You know, um, there's zero integrations on um, on Android messages, as far as I know. You know, and that's the cool part. Yeah, and it's just like it's not something you'd think about right. like I don't use the integrations on there very often but having them on there is nice yeah like uh, like having obviously Gboard does this on Android with Google search but there's a Google search you know add-on obviously all the mobile payment options um, I use Spotify there's a Spotify integration so if you want to send like iMessage user a song you're listening to and they also use Spotify or Apple Music even yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you have that Spotify of a, I have that too yeah Right. Huh. So it's just kind of like it makes your messaging app more functional. And for somebody like me, your messaging app is your primarily used app. Today, we all text. We don't talk anymore, which that shit needs to change. <laughs> and, you know, so, but for me, you know, I use Venmo a lot, a lot. And it's mostly on the strength of who I know that uses it. I know a few people that use Cash App, a few people that will do Apple Pay Cash, and uh, a couple people that use Google Pay. But for the most part, a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know uh, use Venmo. And so it's kind of becomes a, it's almost like a social network thing, uh, right? Like why, like why did Google Plus <laughs> fail? Nobody used it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it was good. Right. Like, like it could be a situation if you have a bunch of friends and they all use Cash App and you happen to think Venmo is sweet, but you're not going to use Venmo because nobody you know uses Venmo. That's true. So these services now are really only uh, a microcosm and only as good as the user base. Right. So it really depends on what you use, um, you know. And uh, obviously, it's it's an interesting thing, an interesting time for for this stuff because our phones now. A lot of people say the, st- the smartphone has grown stale, right? Mm, yeah. Yes and no. But you were kind of saying this earlier, how your phone is really the hub of everything. It's you the do. hub, like seriously. So you know, let's take Google as an example. You know, they talk about you know, get this Google Hub or get this Amazon mm-hmm. Hub or get this uh, Nest Hub, whatever. And yeah, cool, I get it, you know, or have a HomePod or an iPad in your home or Apple TV as your hub. Um, but at the end of the day, your phone... is how you connect to all of them. It's how you connect to all of them. That's where the app is for that hub or, or whatever other accessory you have. It, it, it's, it's your go-to before you go to <laughs> the other things. Right, exactly. So it becomes a situation where they say, oh, everything's getting stale now, but... You know, you're being having all your stuff on there now um, between your payment stuff and like you know boarding passes when you're flying or on your phone. Boarding passes dope too. You know, everything is on on your phone now, so it's becoming a thing where 
maybe the smartphone is the convergence of the wallet and the pocket PC now. You know, maybe mm -hmm. that's kind of the best way to look at it. You know, where you add all these cards and do all this stuff. And, you know, we're kind of curious, you know, how other people feel about this. Um, do you guys use mobile payments? Do you uh, do you use Apple Pay? Do you use Google Pay? Do you use Samsung Pay? If you don't, why? Yeah, what, if, if you what's need, holding you back? Ask us. You know, we'll tell you, you know, the, the nitty gritty. If, it, if it's just something you're just not researching or want to look into, we'll, uh, we'll inform you. We have no problem in doing that. Yeah, so this wraps up another uh, quality tech talk. Um, you know, we'll talk about mobile payments and all that stuff. We, um, you know, we're, we're having fun doing this stuff here. Uh, we've been mostly talking about services recently, um, but with the next couple of weeks, we have a, uh, you know, big uh, push on some new devices coming out. So we're very excited to discuss that and what we think of the efforts of uh, Google, OnePlus, and whoever may else have something coming out pretty soon. Uh, but for now, it's Omar and Creston, another quality tech talk. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.